Hello and welcome back to the Comic Literate Podcast, the podcast that does deep dives into the best of comic books, graphic novels, mangas, and penny dreadfuls. I'm your host, the soon to be known as Comic Stan, and with me, as always, is my astute co-host. It's Jamie. Never mind that we're doing this for the yeah. second time. Doesn't matter. Any, Does ignore that. Would think I'm hearing this for the second time today, but <laughs> it, it's fine. I because did, shenanigans. I didn't give you a chance to expose my mistakes. So I was like, if I just admit it first, and then no one can, <laughs> I'll, I'll own it before anyone else has a chance what to do anything. What if I wasn't going to say anything about it? What if I was just going to let it roll and let it go? I mean. <laughs> I don't trust that you would not take the opportunity to be like, I'm going to jab him a bit with his own se- his own I'm, mistake. I'm nice. I might be as that projection thing where like, because I would totally do that you to you. Because you 100% would have fucking done that. With exactly. You. So yeah. I just assume you're as, you're as mean-spirited as I am. So that's, because that's how the world works, isn't no, it? No, I'm a very astute, gregarious, zestful person. I mean, if we're going through all of them, I've got like bloody list of, <laughs> list of almost 30. So, but we ain't got time for that because... Because we are back at it again. I mean, before we get into it, how are you feeling? Yeah, good. good. I was really low energy, and then you turn the mics on, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> something magical happens when you turn the mics on, where it's like, suddenly I get this burst of energy. I think this next setup that we record from will have like a light with a thing, like a red oh, light on. Yeah, like so a it's recording like, red light. light is on, all systems go, don't swear into the mic. <laughs> this is one where we're successful, obviously. We're never going to stop swearing. I guarantee that now. No, that's the best thing about the podcast is that we do swears. It's the only reason that people in 25 countries listen mm. to it. It's going to be the... 25 countries, Ryan. Yeah. It's going to be 25. the... It's going to be the selling point from the YouTube videos, which yeah. I eventually will get onto. But it'll be the, come to the podcast. Where we, we, do, where swears. we do swears. Yeah. So I was thinking about this earlier. And mm-hmm. this can go on, oh, they did the math. We have been listened to in more than 10% of the world, Ryan. Mm. And even if it's one person in an entire country who downloaded the episode and never listened to it, it still counts. Fucking A, it counts. Yeah. So thank you to everyone in Israel that listens to the podcast. And all the other countries as well. Yeah, but particularly Israel. Israel just sounds the most exotic. Wait, well, you... Israel was like number six or seven on a list. Yeah, and above them were all the boring English-speaking countries. Who cares about them? Yeah, and so Israel was the first one that I went, oh, that's interesting. Mm. That's... That's a little bit spicy, isn't it? And look, we had one person in like a Latin American country, which you can't even have f- forgotten the name of. Yeah, this is it. But yeah, no, it's a good time to be back recording and uh, talking about a comic. And it's an interesting one because we're coming from different places again, like whichever one might have come out the week before this episode comes out. But pff, don't look at me, mate. I ain't got a scoop. I tell you what, before we get into that, I've got a little bit of news, right? Right, okay. A, li- the news? a little bit of news that kind of needs to go in this episode because it's the next one that'll come out and it's kind of time time sensitive news so we have got some a bit more news that's while not yet newsworthy i feel like it will be they announced uh dc announced a comic-con that they're releasing some animated movies which they do all the time and they are generally good if you like dc their animated films and stuff are and even tv shows are really good for the most part you've always spoken highly of them yeah exactly they announced what they're doing next one of them was crisis of infinite earths which is big crossover one no, it's not Booby. Then why are you telling me? What? It's the only thing I like in the DC universe. A bit of patience and you'll fucking see. Well, fucking hell. Is it fucking Supergirl? No, even better. Oh. Even better. I, gu- I guarantee this. You'll you know exactly why it's news. They are doing a animated adaptation of Watchmen. Sick. And the oh, reason Al- is Alan Moore really pissed off about it. So the reason it's not yet news <laughs> is because we haven't heard from Alan Moore yet, because no one's dead asking. <laughs> Nobody 
nobody is dead like draw him out of his lair for long enough to go feel about the animated version of watchmen that's coming out the thing is the the real the realistic version is no one's bothered to interrupt him is just normal every everyday life where he's talking about everything else like his current writing and yeah. you know you know his normal stuff like that no one's gone Excuse me, Mr. Moore, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, but we have to ask. I know you're not going to be happy, but we have to get the quote for the website. What do you think of the new Watchmen adaptation? And what do you think? What do your, what's your best guess that his, his uh, reaction's going to what be? What do you fucking think? I think about it, you fucking man, baby. Yeah, something like that. Or just, I don't fucking care. Something like that. <laughs> leave, just leave me alone. I love that we both do an Alan Moore impression that sounds nothing like Alan Moore at this point. Yeah, because he's from, what was it? What was from it? the South Midlands. Hampton he's from the something? Midlands. Midlands, yeah. yeah. And neither of us are really good at accents. No. Despite, despite my uh, various attempts, I don't think I've ever actually nailed one, I would say. Yeah. I can barely do a Norfolk accent. And that's oh, saying see, something. I'm pretty good at that, my man. Yeah, I could do a, you got a Louis boy, but that's about it. Can you? Can you try that one for me one more time, please? Hey, you got a Louis boy. Uh, so how you got a light boy? Yeah, I don't know. How you got a light boy? How you got a light? You the- want a treat, podcast listener? Look up, have you got a light boy by Alan Smethurst, the singing postman? Have you ever heard this? I have not, no. It's basically me as a folk musician. And you're already a folk musician, so that's cr- <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's 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 what i think you it's what i think you think i sound like right um so it's an old man with a deeply norfolk accent singing about molly hindley i don't think her surname's hindley i mean it sounds like it's from before though it sounds like an older time (laughs) um and she smokes like a chimney but she's his little nicotine gal and it's just a song where she asks him for a lighter right um but it's magical and alan smethurst singing postman have you got a light boy Every, it needs to become the official song of the podcast. I mean, at this point, I think we get a new one every episode. At one point, it was in the... Um, I can't remember which episode it was, but it was the episode where you brought up the, um, the woman from the 30s. Yeah, the one, the one, who's, the one who sings about fucking that was, so uh, the pubes come off. Yeah, that was Demon Slayer. So that, that was, was a very Slayer. odd one to bring it up in. But... Well, that was on the playlist for when you read the comic. I don't, I don't think I've ever asked for something to be the official song of the podcast so this is my formal request to you ryan all right for this to be the official song of the podcast i will allow it as long as i literally don't have to do anything to facilitate (laughs) it or lift a finger in in response to it 10 years later ryan's still having to talk about this song no i fucked up i as long as i if uh, talking about it that's fine as long as i physically don't have to move my hands to do anything then i'm i'm all for it official song of the podcast baby it's like whenever anyone's like i'm a bit of a this is about off topic. I'm a bit of a Grinch. And whenever, yeah, anyone, I know talk, this. whenever everyone mentions something like, uh, oh, should we put uh, Christmas decorations up? I'm like, you can. Like, I'm, I'm fine with other people doing it. It's like, oh, are you going to help? Nah. Have you ever put a tree up in your home? I have, yeah. Not, not through, not, it wasn't my choice. Somebody it wasn't my you. idea, but I've taken part in it. I've oh, been emotionally manipulated into putting up Christmas trees. I once ended up buying a Christmas tree last minute, like middle of December. And the Christmas trees were on offer, but the stands that the Christmas trees go in weren't on offer. Mm. But I was renovating my place at the time, so I just buried the cunt in concrete. I just set, I just set it in concrete, and then in January, I had to dispose of a Christmas tree set in concrete. Getting rid of a Christmas tree is made more difficult when you add like thirty kilos of concrete. If only someone could have seen that coming. <laughs> if only someone could have predicted. I think we should get on topic, right? Yes. I've had enough fun. Okay. I mean, I, I can see why. So, 
We're talking about a title that might be a bit. Uh, if you've seen the if you've seen the episode title, it might you might be a bit like, "What's that?" Well, it's a limited series released by Boom Studios called. Are we go with Mosley. I read it as Mosley. Are you so, telling me that everybody who listens to the podcast isn't a diehard Mosley fan? I mean, at, at, at this point, he might be. I mean, they might be. Him. <laughs> singular pronoun, first person <laughs> singular. He, it the audience. A, it was a second person singular. He, he, the audience, is one of our dads. Uh, <laughs> oh, which one? Uh, probably yours. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's yes, we're doing this all mostly. It's, it's a limited series released by Boom Studios. And the reason we're doing it, this is one of the rare ones this month that's not like a tie in with anything that we're not piggybacking off the back of, you yeah. know. Um, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about how shameless we are. I like to be upfront. And I think if you're going to be a shameless, like, Whore. T- yeah, except for that, <laughs> sell out, I was going to say, maybe. <laughs> if you're going to be it, at least be just open and upfront about it. For I the think listeners, I've argued against it many times and yeah. always lost. <laughs> I feel like it's more insidious to try and do it without people realizing <laughs> than to just be like look is what's happening yeah like, we're playing we're playing the game so we thought this one was this one was one i saw the blurb of and yeah. i thought that sounds really interesting i would like to cover in the episode so yeah. i told you about it you said that sounds interesting let's do it um well so, done. that was an accurate <laughs> yeah. recantation of what of, happened of our conversation <laughs> just with less alcohol um so, were we drunk that day i think we were drinking nice which nice. is always an important distinction. So I was like, were you drunk? So I, was, I was drinking. Yeah, like, I don't know that I, I was I, drunk. I would call it drunk, personally. But So do you want me to, uh, do you want me to get into the blurb? Yeah, get that... into the blurb, because I'm so bad at it. Well, and you've got a very spicy Jamie today. I'm giving you, uh, I'm giving you this one off this week, yeah. only because, again, the reason we did it, especially for me, was because I saw this blurb and thought, that looks interesting. So, so to this give... is the interesting blurb that you saw. Yeah, to yeah. give the listener like a kind of view of like, hey, there's this comic. It's about this. We yeah. should do it. So the blurb is, in the hyper-technological world of the later 21st century, Mosley is a bitter old janitor on a mission from a higher power to unleash holy hell upon the too-big-to-fail tech gods. Can one man bring down the corporate powers who have used their vast influence to oppress an all-too-complacent human race and hopefully win back the favor of his estranged family while he's at it? Mosey's taken up the holy hammer, and you better believe he's going to smash some shit until he sets mankind free. Well done. I think I've given that <laughs> maybe a bit more enthusiasm than I actually have for the actual comic itself. You didn't like it, did you? I was not a fan, no. And again, the reason I'm bringing up the blurb especially is because it sounded like just a cool, fun, like, guy rebelling against society kind of thing. And especially when it uses the term, the too big to fail tech gods i thought yeah that's a very important phrase in human society now yeah like, it is people yeah, too big I, to fail a lot of people don't realize how detrimental to human society that phrase and thinking <laughs> oh <been>. yes <laughs> just <the> financial <laughs> crisis in general just 2005 2008 yeah. financial crisis we can't lock up bankers for gambling with the economy they're too big to fail yeah and then they just kept doing it so seeing that i thought oh there's something here there's maybe it's a little deeper and i read it and i went not only is it not deep, but it pretends to be deep, or it <sighs> tries to be deep without actually being deep. I've I've gone a bit. What did you think of it? It's fine, just mm. fine. Yeah, I mean, I've reflected on it. We had we had a conversation about it after we read it, and I was feeling quite positive about it. And then I reread certain chunk, kind of reflected on it a little bit, and was left feeling less positive about it. So you're kind of getting more closer to where I am for different reasons. I think. Tell you how much I didn't like it and it's gonna sound weird i didn't like it so much i read it twice 
Wow, you disliked it that much. So what it was, was to me, there were kind of these glaring holes in the story. So when I read it the first time, I thought, if I make these like accusations against the, the, the writing, I can't, I didn't want to risk, they're like such grand, they're such glaring holes that I didn't want to be like, what if I've missed something or I've been like the lazy, dumb one who's just not read a bit or missed it. So I thought I'm going right. to go through it a second time just to make sure that my issues are valid. And they are. And I actually picked up new ones on the second read. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Do you want me to get into everything first or do you want to like I mean, start? Oh God, I'm not in the mood to be ranted at. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's the podcast. I might, I, might just, I might just leave and I live here. You could join me in the rant. I mean... Did, like I don't I don't want to shit on this so much. Like I don't yeah, I, I quite liked it. I thought it was alright. Okay. I don't What did you like about it? Um I enjoyed his relationship with his daughter. Mm. Seeing that play out. And I enjoyed his casual descent into being a bitter old man. And I liked the way it looked. I did like the art. I enjoyed the art. I, I mean, let's face it, you once wholeheartedly defended a comic book where the eyes weren't pointing in the same direction. And this is going to be the opposite of that. Um. <laughs> but I, I genuinely enjoyed the art. I thought I enjoyed the art. I thought the panels were cool. Uh, the panel layout I thought was good. And I enjoyed the kind of big spectacle um, panels. It looked good. And I thought it was a very knowing take on our current state of play where, where artificial intelligence is concerned. See, and that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. Like, it feel like either it's just a plot, either it's a point of like, here's the enemy and he's rebelling against this AI tech god, right? And if that's it, and it's just a, you know, a bit of fun action kind of thing, then I'm like, all on board, great, let's do it. But then it starts to do this, like, they made humanity forget themselves and then they, you know, uh, offered us uh, safety in, in exchange for our freedom and you start getting into this like pseudo philosophical bollocks and then that that's the point i'm like all right what you want to be judged on do you want to be a fun action or do you want to actually say something about ai and society and complacent you know humanity and all two things can be true but i feel like by not by being half like one like not fully committing to one or the other it's a detriment to the comic because i don't think it does either it does a bit of both but neither well enough that it works. Do you know what I mean? No. So, like, the action's fun. The action is fun at points. So, when he's fighting be these big tech gods, by the way, we're just going straight into a no spoiler. Like, we're yeah, going straight yeah, into spoilers. Yeah, yeah. It's five issues. I don't recommend it. Maybe Jamie does. I don't know. I will find out. We'll find out. But go into if you want to see what we're talking about. If not, just listen to this. So, there's big tech gods that rule humanity. And the fights with those bits can be fun. But all along, I'm wondering, like, what like i i look for a bit of like an emotional attachment like why is this happening like why am i rooting for this guy and that's that's i suppose my biggest issue and i think that's this spans everything else i didn't empathize enough with this guy and his plight to root for him in these big fights but the plight wasn't his the plight was everyone but what was what was the issue well you saw how fucking broken and dystopian their world was yeah but also like it didn't give a good enough reason for me to be like, oh no, they've been subjugated by, you know, these tech gods. Like, I mean, you're looking forward to being subjugated by our AI overlords, though, aren't you? I mean, maybe. I'm genuinely looking at the point of like, it seems like everyone's, you know, 
chosen this life for consented to it and you've just got this one like annoying curmudgeon in old curmudgeon in the corner who's like bloody kids on their smartphones you know what i mean like it had this feeling of like an old man knocking phones out of teenagers hands going like i'm setting you free like you know yeah and i agree with the old man because the thing is by your your concerns with this also hold true for 1984 and so you could make the same complaint about one of the greatest pieces of literature and everyone would look at you and go that's stupid but wasn't it wasn't big brother in 1984 my use now is big brother is the the group or is that just like a nickname in it it's just the name for it yeah okay but it's still gets to the point so isn't big brother aren't they like an actual dictatorship like they're actually doing horrible things to people in that no they're just sub well so the malcontents yes they are right anybody that tries to break free but isn't that the same thing that happens here but the moment he tries to break free they try and neutralize him no, the moment he starts destroying shit with a magic hammer, like, isn't that the point where they're like, yeah, we can't be having that going on. Yeah, but the magic hammer's a metaphor. Yeah, but he's just, nothing's happened to him. He's just suddenly decided, he gets mugged by that baby and his robots, right? Yeah. So, if anyone knows, right, there's a baby That's who's upgraded really dumb. to- That's really dumb. And even that was just, like, funny. Like, I enjoyed yeah. that. It was a bit of fun. And then he gets, he almost dies from his heart- which is bad, which never gets brought up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree. And then he gets this this magic being contacts him and basically gives him these powers and hammer, and he says, "Free my people." Um, which also another point: uh, is humanity his people? Are you? You would guess you could infer from that. This this has a better call to adventure than ninety percent of the superhero comic books that you get moist over. I disagree. How, but how does it not? How does I need to run really fast because my wife doesn't recognize me anymore. How is that a better call to adventure than my people are being subjugated by an AI overlord? So one, in The Flash, he goes back to save his mum, who died. <laughs> Saving a loved one from death is a very common use in stories and a good Fucking one. Fucking Barry, bitch bumbling about for the five issues Again. and then Superman just turned... Batman turns... Yeah. Batman's dead dad turns up and saves him. And execution, like, I agree, Flash sucked for that <laughs> on that basis. But in terms of just like a core like recall to arms, like saving you going back in time and saving a loved one from dying is like basic stuff right when it comes that's to like heroes motivation damn selfish it's stupid yeah and that's the that's the journey and the growth the character goes through whereas this Again, guy not executed well i'll give you that but that was the a point. literal god gave him a shining hammer and said use of the use of thine magic hammer to destroy that which you already don't like and he went fuck yeah okay. like it makes perfect sense but what if you what if in a not whatever you would deem to be like a perfect society so imagine yeah. you're in a perfect society imagine one guy doesn't like it so already you what you've deemed perfect society everything's great by your opinion one guy in the corner doesn't like it and then a god goes that guy i'm giving you a magic hammer so he can destroy everything you'd great. be like <laughs> you, you wouldn't you would Maxwell hate silver it. hammer came down that was an isolated that was an isolated serial killer <laughs> who somehow who somehow killed a judge in the courtroom because he had a hammer that no one checked for bad bad beatles writing <laughs> bad beatles writing terrible very naughty of you paul mccartney but also the magic being never gets explained no That's... no <laughs> it's just like have my magic take a fine magic hammer at one point towards the end they go 
They go, hey, do you think we'll ever know who that guy was? Or and, and Marcy's like, nah, I think we're gonna be just alright without it. It's like that's bad. <laughs> Perfect, beautiful in every way. I feel like this is gonna be our second the ones episode. <laughs> And I'm not even going to go into my normal notes that I made in the first read through. I'm just going to go by the notes I made in my reread because they're more like directed to the specific issues I had. So I have, I, I, I did take umbrage with the fact that the AI had become literal gods. I was, so if, if you're looking at it, this is what I was saying before about not knowing how to treat this. If it's just a fun action romp, sci-fi action romp, and that makes sense. Then I'm, yeah, perfect. Like tech gods, like fucking smash them with a magic hammer. Awesome. Let's go. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> but it's this trying to be more poignant, deep bollocks that I feel like just misses the mark. I think it like it makes everything worse by attempting to do too much. Too was it too many cooks? That's like the issue with this. Yeah, there's two main things, and by trying to do both, it ruins both. That's why, that's why I came off with this. Yeah, okay. So I'll I'll go through basically all my issues, and we don't. I mean, we don't have to go through all of them. All right, but again, just the ones from the reread, because that's because I was going through that specifically. Like, am I missing something here? Like, what is the problem? And to be fair, maybe one of my issues, you'll go, oh no, it's this. And I'll go, oh shit, that makes sense. I, I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay. So be prepared to possibly co- correct me in an embarrassing way. Oh, I will. I mean, I hope you do, because it, it means I have to shit on the comic as much. Um, one, number one, why is Mosley angry about teaching the robot for a year? And just before we get into that, that beginning part where he's leaving his, at the time, wife to go do this important thing, and she's sad he's going, and then he goes into this house that's in a weird pop-up neighborhood yeah and then there's a robot there waiting for him at that point i thought this is great i'm really interested yeah, in what's I was going super on into that, like yeah. what is happening and then they just i mean as i was saying they fumbled it afterwards but why then throughout the rest of the comic is he like god damn what they did to me 30 years ago what did they do like he literally says a point what they did to me or us or how what they what they made me lose 30 years ago like what is it that he's talking about there? Well, he had PTSD after teaching the robot because the robot was super terrifying. I did not read that. Like, I get that he was not comfortable. I get that he wasn't like you know happy about dealing with the robot. Like he says, they got into subjects that he didn't like and stuff. But it feels like he went from like PTSD from being a like a marine in the military or something like that, right? Yeah, completely understandable. Very like common reason for PTSD. And then he's like, and then I had to talk to a robot for a year. Well, I think, no, I think the, the implication is that the talking to the robot is what gave him PTSD because he had to talk about deep, dark, powerful human topics with someone who is something really non-human. Is that, do you imagine, think- imagine having a robot that had no sense of human emotion probing into your deepest, darkest fears as a human being and you just have to sit and have that conversation. That would be fucking awful. I feel like that's, do you agree with me that that's your inferring from Limited, or do you think that was obvious? Yeah, like, no, uh, it was really the the scene where the robot breaks into his fucking bedroom, but, waking and, him up saying, we need to talk about death, made it very clear to me that that is why, because he, and, and they set up his PTSD, didn't they? I feel like... They set him up as having PTSD. They, like, very, very graphically depicted him suffering with PTSD after that experience. I feel like that, I, I get, like, that's what... 
you're pointing out correctly that's what they were going for yeah it just did not hit for me because i think i just associate his pkt with being a marine in the military but there's nothing there's nothing to state that he was a marine is there yeah yeah they right, do okay. they they do manage uh, several times and the, uh, at least enough times because i was i was looking for it. you I was were, like, you were what is for it. what is the issue here so i i got a sense that i got the sense that it was him talking about really human things or something completely non-human that had given him the ptsd i didn't feel like i didn't empathize like that being a thing like i now that you're spelling out for me like i get it but at the time reading i was like you just talked to a robot for a year like that's that that was my kind of reaction of when he kept talking about how bad it was. I'm like, you just sat there and talked, and it and it also seemed like you could have left at any time. Like he wasn't if he was captured or taken hostage mm. and made to converse with this robot. I think that would have rung true a bit more for me of like, oh no, this horrible thing happened. But he seemingly was either paid or volunteered to talk to a robot for a year. I think that yeah, I imagine he was being paid for it. I mean, maybe we don't know, but again, either way, it just seemed like his choice. And then he's like, "God, what those people did to me!" It's like it seemed like you signed up for something, and it wasn't implicated at all that couldn't leave if he wanted to. So that was just that was what was confusing for me about it. Yeah, maybe. But then you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm actually looking at the panel where the robot breaks into his room at night. Yeah, and that that did like that was effective in being like. Ooh, there's something wrong with what he did. I'll tell you what I had. Look at that. Look how scary that is. Yes. And that is, again, great art. Like, the art, genuinely, I really enjoyed. I cannot stress that enough, how, how I'm shitting all over this comic. The art was great. But and then... i tell you what, I read that part, and then I thought, ooh, maybe something has happened that will be revealed later why he's having that dream. And then it never did. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying that it was... I'm saying I was confused by this. And when it comes to things like that, I think it's it's people can be quick to be like, I was confused by it, so it was bad. And I'm hesitant to jump. It made perfect sense to me. I'm hesitant to get jump into that way again, but especially because you seemingly had no issue with it. But again, for when I read that part, I thought, oh, there's something we haven't found yet, which is a horrible thing happened when he was talking to this robot. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, what was the horrible thing that happened? When is that going to be revealed? And yeah. then it never did. It was just like, no, it, I just, I didn't like talking about, talking to the robot about things in my life. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not, it's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? But you can see how maybe, you know, they've set up that he's a Marine and, you know, when he's, when he's having those PTSD dreams, his wife says, oh, is it the war? Yeah. You how somebody maybe already had his fractured sense of self or... And that that I enjoyed, like that was the part that I was kind of like, "Ooh, there's there's something here, and we're gonna yeah. get more of it." And then we just didn't, or the, oh, it was just left as that, wasn't it? So I liked the subtext of his relationship with his wife as well. I mean, yeah. I, I, she was cool. Like you know, you said, "Oh, there's just this one curmudgeon who doesn't like it, and he starts knocking people's smartphones out of their hands." And then we realized there's a whole community of people who have decided to live outside of the city, so they don't have to deal with this stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting way of dealing with that and kind of the sense that she had been trying to get him to leave for a long time and he had been reluctant because of his work and all the all these different reasons. Mm. You know what, that was actually... So when he when they're having that argument, so that's in one of the flashback sepia-toned yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah. Classic comic books. Yeah, lo- yeah, love, yeah. It every, love it every time. Um, but in that argument, I thought that was the best writing, mm. like the best dialogue, because yeah, it yeah. made all the sense. Yeah. She's like, they're building tech gods. And he's like come on you're being crazy so no no we have to leave the scene he's like you can and it's like well i'm taking the kid and he's like no like you're being crazy you can you can go but you leave the kid here because i'm not uprooting her life because because you're being 
overly paranoid and crazy about this, right? All that, all that I was perfectly on board for. I was like, this is the most sense this comic has made. Yeah. And then later he's like, to the gods, he's like, 30 years ago, you took everything from me. It's like, no, that was you. That was you, mate. Yeah. And I... isn't that isn't that just him being a flawed person? Isn't that just him being a flawed character? So generally... So what you're seeing is somebody misremember events in their life the way that humans do. You're watching a human be human. Okay. But, amongst a bunch of robots. But at no point is he like... I don't think at any point he's explicitly like, you know what, I've actually been a bit of a dick or that was my fault. Like there's a general, there's a general sense of him being stubborn. Yeah. And that I'm looking at that like that's there's something good there because that's like a humanistic, like yeah. deep thing. And if you attach if you can attach that stuff correctly to big, bombastic, ridiculous action stuff, then you're golden. Because that when you combine that stuff, like John Wick like worked so well because it was big, bad action, amazing choreographed fights and at the core of you had guy who's who's really sad that sad. his dog is dead yeah. <laughs> and that works so well <laughs> i like it how dead dog beats wife left me in the ryan list of reasons to do to shit. be fair that dog was given to him by his dead wife who died from cancer so right okay it's yeah. got that extra it's, level, it's yeah. the dead wife cancer dog yeah but like <laughs> i've so, never seen john wick i don't know they're really good highly uh, no i've heard great things i've heard nothing but good things and that has made me not want to watch them i mean i just uh, I, I explained recently how i was the same with game of thrones so yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't 100%. talk yeah but um yeah, I didn't get across the most. It was like, you know what? Maybe it's not all the tech gods' fault. Maybe it's my own fault. I don't. At no point was he like that. He's he's no. always just like the tech gods. Uh, that they're the reason everything sucks, and that I'm justified in destroying them with a hammer. Until the point at which he actually talks to his wife. Which which part? When he goes out to see her and he apologizes. And does he apologize in that first part? I I, I remember him apologizing. I'm just he trying does, to place. Yeah. Where, was that yeah. in the first meeting? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he makes amends with her, mm. but then I think when he's right there in front of the tech gods, mm. um, yeah, it's hubris and he's, he's, he's misattributing stuff, but he's just angry and he's about to swing his magic hammer at fucking villain. Like mm. it's, it's pure comic book shenanigans, isn't it? Uh, so I see what you mean. Like if with the comic books, with the super ones, I feel like their problem is normally they're very overly basic. Like they're normally quite yeah. basic, quite o quite overexpositional, and you know, one, two, three. Here's the plot kind of thing. With this, I felt like I was struggling to make sense of it, and that was the problem, especially for a plot like this. And again, if if they had just gone more basic with the plot of like they're these dystopian dictator tech gods, and I'm going to destroy them. But I feel like it gets the motivation gets muddled in trying to make it deeper. Yeah. And also by having him talk to that robot 30 years ago, I feel like that complicates it because they keep trying to reference back to it. And again, from my experience, I was just like, what was so what was the issue? Like, at worst, what I read was he's like, I feel bad for contributing to the. Well, that was the certainly technology. one layer of it, wasn't it? But then that feels like. I mean, like, as you've gone on about before, everyone's helped train the AI that we're about to deal Barking, with. Barking, I know. Have you seen the... Uh, have you, are you having the porn bot advertised to you at the moment? Uh, luckily not, no. <laughs> really? Even no. though you're on the apps? I've not had any porn bots. So anyway. YouTube is frantically trying to advertise this fucking AI app to me, and it's like, by the way, it will talk dirty to you and send you an SFW pictures. That was the literal ad campaign, and I was like... Oh, I'm a man, but I'm a man in the right age bracket. 
And you so know, he's trying to show AI porn on me. You know why I don't get that? Is I turned off any um, specific targeting ads, which right. you can do on Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just as you say, by being a man within a certain age, they're like, oh, we'll get this. He wants ones. AI porn. Yeah. So I, I've turned that off. So I get the most generic ads just over and over again, which yeah. I, I much prefer that than when you Google something and then suddenly start getting ads yeah, all the time a. for that thing. But yeah, like everyone helped train the AI. That's just the thing. I, and again, this comes back to the root thing of, I don't get why he was so upset talking to the robot. And by him being like, I feel so bad for contributing, it's like, you're probably one of like hundreds, if not thousands. It feels to me as though you've been unable to suspend your disbelief for that one bit it's not comic, like it's not like it's completely suspend. ruined your ability to enjoy any of the rest of it because you're like i don't know why talking to the robot was so bad it's not that I can't you've come back it. to it like four times yes yeah. and it is a core cool <laughs> thing why were you so upset by it <laughs> because it traumatized him why it turned up in the middle of the night roused Ooh, him from I had his a bad bed dream about one thing and now i'm covered now I'm the gonna... room in tentacles and said tell me about death boy I had one bad dream about something and now i'm gonna destroy society because of it he doesn't destroy society he rebuilds society with his golden hammer i mean he destroys it and then he's like oh god it's a good thing there's some people around to help rebuild it (laughs) i I didn't think about that before i started but he makes that one kid who tried to mugged him piss himself yeah that was funny that was good. I enjoyed that. that but was it's, a fun it's not suspension of disbelief. It's literally not understanding motivation or not understanding character points. Like yeah. I don't get what was so bad. All he all he did was talk to the robot, and the robot went, "Oh, tell me more." Or and then know. it enslaved humanity. Yeah, that like that is that's a separate argument. Because so are you are you not able to understand how spending a year with a malevolent artificial intelligence that then went on to enslave humanity might be a bit traumatizing. I can see why you might generally feel a bit bad about it, but also it's, like I said, he wasn't the only one. Like, he didn't create the thing. I, fe- I see why his daughter feels bad towards the end. Like, that makes she perfect sense. Yeah. She was literally going. working with them and build- and helping them and everything. He was, like, one of probably a million people who was, like, part of this test thing. Yeah, but he came away from that test traumatized. Like, why? I think... <laughs> That's that's what I keep coming back to, and I'm I generally I'm not trying to be di- like I hope that you and listeners will understand. I'm not trying to be difficult. No, for the sake listeners, of difficult. he's being difficult <laughs> for the sake of being difficult. I'm now. not trying to just pick holes in it because I don't like it. Like I'm generally that is the crux <laughs> of the motivation. I'm like, why was that traumatizing? Because why was the robot the scary? Because the robot was mean to him. What? When? When was it? The I literally showed you the panel. That was a dream. That was in the robot. That was a dream. Okay, that was a dream. Yeah, that's what was, <laughs> if that if that dream had happened in real life, I would a hundred percent got it. Like the so, robot stuck into your room and threatened <laughs> death. Like yeah, that's traumatizing. Wait a minute. Is that was that a dream or was that? Just it was the definitely robot? a dream. He woke up like <gasps> like afterwards, like you know when they wake up, like when they shoot. You know you've never shot up in bed after a nightmare. Yeah, but fictional characters do it, do all, it the time. all the time. He yeah, did that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it was a dream. <laughs> so it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Um, okay. Well, like, I feel I should, like... I should say, if anyone can hear it, we've got a cat in here that's especially frisky right now. So yeah. you, you're going to hear meows in the background. Yeah, no, they don't They don't really... They, yeah, you are right. They never really get into what traumatized mm. them so badly. And I just kind of went, those freaky AIs fucked that dude up a little bit. And the problem is, as I said, I'm... I'm look because it invites you to read more into it. I'm trying to read more into it, and then I'm finding these holes, and I'm going, "Well, hang on, why is any of this happening now?" And if it just hadn't bothered trying to be overly deep, 
it could have been yeah. a more fun, hey, evil tech gods have taken over society and I'm going to destroy them with my magic hammer. It would have been like, <laughs> brilliant. Let's Great, do it. Great, let's fucking go for it. But they, they went too far in attempting to do extra, but not very well, in my opinion. And it ruins every other part of it. It's like trying to add an ingredient to a dish that shouldn't belong. Yes. And now you've ruined, not only have you ruined the ingredient you added, but you've ruined the rest of the dish as well. Do you know what I mean? Yes. No, I do. I understand. Sorry. I'm going back through trying to work out what this is why I did was. a second read. Because yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. hang on, have I missed something? Well, I skimmed back through it the other day because I read it a while ago. Because mm. um, this episode got delayed for whatever reason. I think it was my fault. In fairness, it was right, just it, just saying this economy. In this economy. Great panel. Fucking great. Great art. Um, yeah. And again, some parts were really cool. In my first read through, I made a note that the part where he is first going up against the first tech god yeah and it rises out of like the building it's in and yeah. all the tentacles you don't even see that part you just it cuts to it's just out and it's there but the size and like the contrast and like the scale of the tech god to mosley that part i'm like this is awesome like i'm i want to see this fight i'm excited i'm happy and then, but at that point i was still young and naive i was like and i'm sure that other stuff will get explained later it'll be really, <laughs> it'll be a really good payoff <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It never really goes into telling us why exactly. he was so traumatized by his experience. I may have just headcanoned that, you know. Um, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It's paced and written in a way that almost makes you forget the holes. Or, you know, it, it, it kind of paces in a way where it's like, come on, catch up. We're done with that now. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, it almost doesn't allow the reader to to dwell on things but because i'm such a pedantic annoying comic book nerd i'm going well no no hang on hang on i'm gonna stop and i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna try and understand this because i think i missed something i mean it helps that i'm a bit technophobic when it comes to ai i did think like when i read the blurb i thought you know who's gonna love this rebelling against ai overlords yeah it, help, it helps that i'm like i genuinely believe that ai is our biggest existential threat mm. as a species was this your version of like um like the normal like ma masculine men of like the 90s and 80s who were like Arnold Schwarzenegger's beating up terrorists and yeah I, I'm on board like was this your version of that yeah fuck yeah, yeah. you're like <laughs> instead of like fuck the commies you're like fuck a chat GBT <laughs> fuck chat GBT yeah and which is the porn AI that Google is desperately trying to get me to download at the moment. And now you've just advertised it to all our listeners. Yeah, I, can we bleep it out? I mean, we can do, but also, as I said, this episode title probably won't gain as much attention <laughs> There's anyway. There's no one listening anyway. <laughs> so say what you want. <laughs> oh, God, isn't it nice to know that everything you do is futile? So the three people who listen to this episode, yeah, this will be one that once we get more established later on, then people do the, oh, I listen to your back catalogues. Like, oh, I listen to that Mosley episode. Fucking uh, hell. Things went a bit off the rails <laughs> in that one. <laughs> this will be, this is like for future historians kind of episode. <laughs> for, my, for my memoirist, for my biographer. Yeah. But then, so coming back to, like, obviously, yeah, this, the, main, the main motivation, again, we've established the issues I have with that. But also, he does seem to just be ruining everyone else's time. Like, he's like, I'm not happy with how things are, so I'm going to start smashing shit with a hammer. And I think, yeah, and I got that sense as well, but I kind of, I read through that because it's like, actually, these people don't, 
Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? But and then here's the thing: they it goes into a little bit of nuance when after he defeats the first tech god and he destroys what was it the 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 stream or was it? Yeah. So it's like a like a virtual reality plugin kind of thing, right? Because real world so sucks so much because what the tech god's done to it, but they offer the stream people could do that instead, and he basically ends up destroying it and then he goes to the people's like hey everyone i've liberated you and they're angry at him and they throw shab because they've destroyed the thing there was a there was a chance there and an attempt at a bit of nuance of like on the one hand you could look at as you know maybe moses not doing as much good as he thinks he is for everyone else because everyone else is pissed off or maybe it's the nuance of subjugated people get used to the prison with which they're subjugated into yeah so it touches on that bit and then never again yeah. It's, it's just like move past it now it's fine don't worry about how they felt they were angry but we've, we're past it now yeah maybe and again that's my issue of like it, it gets a little bit deep but then not enough to justify it but just enough that it makes you question the the actions of a action hits like an action film lead do you know what i mean yeah no i understand what you're saying like it would have been worse watching i don't know commando if you're like what are this the global political implications of, <laughs> of blowing up a uh, this helicopter you know what i mean like yeah by adding a little bit of doubt but not enough to do anything with it or justify introducing in the first place you're just kind of making everything worse and again i feel like the i feel like the curmudgeon i feel like the mosley of the mosley comic book like i'm rebelling <laughs> against it with my hammer of pedantic criticism you know, but and I could be in the wrong because maybe everyone else loves it. Maybe everyone else, everyone else is having a grand old time with it, and I'm the the grumpy old man in the corner who's like, I don't like this. It doesn't do proper storytelling. How did you feel about his relationship with his daughter? I, 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 I didn't feel good enough about the character to justify. So like, it could have been written well, but there's one part in particular which I was like, that's a bit fucked. He's like, hey, tell me, how you doing? We hardly see each other. Like, what's going on? What's going on with Ruby? What's going on with Ruby's world or whatever? It's like, you're not going to want to hear about it. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 I will. I will. Tell, tell me everything about you. I want to I hear everything that's going on in your life right now. And she's like, well, at work, I was like, I don't want to hear about it. It's like, what the fuck, man? And again, if, that, if we were exploring this, like, difficult character and, like, an arc or, like, you know, just, like, you know, interesting, you know, anti-villains and everything like that. Like, they people don't have to be, like, pure morally good or everything. But you have to do something with that. And it just felt like he was not only an asshole at times for his own stubbornness, which they kind of address when he apologizes to his wife later. Yeah. But not in a way that he's like, I'm going to try and be better, or I'm sorry I did specifically this or that or anything. But it's like, no, no, he's a hero. Like, he's fighting the good fight, and he's beating the tech gods, and everything's going to be fine because of the choices that he's made. And I'm like, well, which is it? Is he a difficult character with some depth that we have to kind of navigate? Or is he just like, is he John Wick, where he's just doing good all the time? And I think there's some element of the fact that the story after the comic book finished would have been a more interesting story. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen what happens next. So watching them rebuild society without the AI mm. and watching him and his daughter have a real relationship and his wife yeah watching them try and be a family after so long of not having been a family and their daughter having been so thoroughly programmed by this ai that would have been interesting and we don't really get any of that yeah exactly and there's a small bit when they're on like the post helicopter yeah where he's where the mum literally saves the door and it's like oh you think you could just walk back in after 30 years or whatever and i'm like that's good that's interesting let's we follow that at all Nope. It's just like they all, they deal all with just it. Play happy families. Yep. Deal with it. Afterwards. That fucking magic being is the biggest, most obvious like 
plot point like i would say human plot point like ethereal plot point it's like oh shit how do i explain the magic powers put in this guy it's like ooh, i need the mum to save the daughter how do i get the mum into the area magic being tells her yeah it's just like why what is the they don't explain the magic being but also when you are blatantly using them it's just like a that'll fill in the cracks like yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. only appears to mosley because he was dying in an alley at one point Except for the one time when he also appears to Mosley's wife. Like, why? Like, is it is it people with the surname Mosley? Like, is that deus the requirement? It's such a deus ex machina. But it's not even in, like, the final part. Because the deus ex machina of the final part is just Mosley's powers. Yeah. But in even just beats during... It's deus ex machina's in just the setup, the build-up. Yeah. Surely, if you're going to be bold-faced enough to use a deus ex machina, it's normally, like, at the right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's almost lost. Oh, wait, the hand of God. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, like, <laughs> hand of God just nudging, like, can you just get over there so we can get on with the story? <laughs> like, can you just pop out over there quick? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right, you get one. Hand <laughs> of the writer, like, oh, shit, can you just... Your, your daughter's going to be in trouble in a bit. Can you get over there? Oh, because, oh, fuck, I've that. written myself into it. Oh, fuck, oh, just yeah, hand of God, fine. Exactly. Yeah, no, it does read like that doesn't it and there's so many little bits where i was uh, like this is the point i think those are kind of my biggest like issues and then as we've kind of experienced on this podcast is when you already have like a big like problem with a title like this you start picking up on the little things because you start looking for them and i think that's just that's all fiction really isn't it like if you like a film you ignore issues whereas if you don't like a film then you see more of the problems um the bit where he's talking to his daughter, uh, his daughter's first got accepted into the thing, and he's like, "Yeah, they're on the kitchen table yeah. together." And he's like, "I don't like the robots." And she's like, "I know, Dad, but you won't explain why." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm still waiting for why." <laughs> and that uh, would have been a perfect opportunity exactly. for him to explain why, wouldn't it? And he just... all they needed to do was think of right. No, I'm angry with you now. <laughs> yeah. All they needed to do was think of one good reason. All he needed. Oh be... my god! Yes. Imagine how much would have been fixed if he went. Oh. If he had just literally been like, I went to the robot and then I was telling him about my life and then he called me an idiot and I was like, what did you do that for? And the robot was just evil all there. I'd be like, that's motivation. <laughs> like, he, you've been wronged by the robot in a way that I can empathize with. But you don't even get that. You know and that it, episode of Community where um, Troy gets into the acting class? Oh, yeah, and he makes up the, I actually have trauma. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he had no trauma. All they needed was for him to just go, the robot, the, the robot, robot did things to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's totally that makes sense. <laughs> the robot touched me in my no-no box, and everyone would have been like, "That makes perfect sense." It would have made the dream a lot weirder, though. <laughs> Fucking, the dream would have had to have been a lot more <laughs> <laughs> in depth. But no, you're right. They just needed to give him one reason to hate the robots, and this entire thing mm. would have made sense. One small fix. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did this with the. Uh, we did this with other tiles. So this is a good running thing. Like, how could we have made it better? For me, I think it, you've nailed it right on the head. No, one little have. bit of motivation. Yeah, no, you have. But, <laughs> I was, but all I, all I was, it was just the bit I was missing. I was like, where, where is? <laughs> I had to read it a second time to be like, have I missed it? Is it just one lie? It's like, by the way, the robot was inappropriate with. Yeah, me. have <laughs> I missed the one? <laughs> pan- the one. <laughs> yeah, it just needed. One fucking panel where he said the robot called me a cunt once, and yeah. I'd have yeah no, and you we wouldn't have had this entire conversation because <laughs> you'd have been like yeah cool. I understand <laughs> the motivation. <laughs> I don't know if that says more about you or the comic. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm a very pedantic comic book nerd. Yeah, and, 
And this is Ugh. what is interesting, especially like, and you are right to point out, like a lot of bollocks happens in superhero stuff, yeah. right? My argument, and I'm, I'm saying argument because it's not objectively right, like everyone has their own opinions, but from my perspective, superhero shenanigans or bollocks or whatever, it happens within their universe. Like they, yes. they create these rules for them to follow. And then you can have a cosmic treadmill, which is like the shorthand. Fucking cosmic shorthand treadmill. For, that's become the shorthand for superhero shenanigans. Yeah, it has, isn't it? But in that world, they said, hey, here's a, there's the speed force and you can time travel, <laughs> but you need a cosmic treadmill to be able to do it. I'm yeah. like, fine. Because none of that stuff is like, like especially plot based. Like as far as I know, I might be wrong. At no point is the Flash go, I would go back in time but I've misplaced my cosmic treadmill. Well, like, no, it's that's never... literally what he said. He said, I need a cosmic... No, no, he's like, has anyone got a cosmic treadmill? And yeah. somebody's like, oh, yes, I happen to have brought one with me. Well, no, because then... I mean, I could get into it, but then he he then realised without a cosmic treadmill, he can go back in time, but he yeah. needs to be the only speedster because you. It, the more speedsters there are, the less... Speed force, speed force there is to go around. It's a finite. Like, <laughs> it's like Wi-Fi. If you've you got too many people on the Wi-Fi, it doesn't work. Are you seeing where I'm coming from now as you explain this to me? Contrived, definitely. Like very contrived. But it all again, it's all within its own universe's rules. And that's and with this, with this tile, that's not even getting into the magic stuff. Cause that's just like way more bollocks, in my opinion. Uh, we're just talking about character motivation, which is its own thing. Yeah. And then in that conversation that he's having with his daughter, he uses like, you know, that story metaphor thing that all fiction does where it goes like, you know what, when you were in this instance, like when she was young, like I knew how stubborn she was because when she was a child, she decided she didn't like shitting. So she became voluntarily constipated and then eventually just had to, she was rushed to hospital and then she was fine shitting after that. He uses that as like a, my daughter's so stubborn. It's like, of all the, from the writing perspective, of all the metaphors you could have introduced to be like, let's show how stubborn she was as a child, you went with voluntary constipation. No, it was a weird moment. That was the only, that was the best choice. I imagine that that absolutely happened to one of the writers, because it is a thing. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not judging at all. Like, it's, I'm not, I'm not criticizing in the way of like, that's like, unbelievable. But you know, when you're reading something, you go, Hang on, what? Like, <laughs> what? Why is it that? <laughs> I'm not like disbelieving do you know, it. Do you know when that happens? Do you know one of the first things the doctor makes you try? Uh, prune juice? No. Smoking? <laughs> Smoking. I saw an episode not of with House. Not a baby. Not with oh. a child. <laughs> Are you sure? Because apparently it's very effective. Fucking dear. I saw it in a house, but that, yes. was, that was for a ad- full grown adult. Prune juice and a cigarette, yeah. Um, no, they, they get you to get some olive oil. Or some baby oil, some kind of oil, right? And a Q-tip, and just massage the asshole of the child, courage the poo out. I mean, that if he'd gone into that, would have been like, I don't know why they're talking about it, but at least I'm learning something from this comic. <laughs> it's fucking weird, isn't it? It just it made me think, why? It, you know, no, I agree with you. It was really jarring with for me too. The problem with suspension of disbelief, I think we talk about it a lot. We just talk about it. And do you believe what is possible happening in yeah. in the text? when a deus ex machina happens it takes you out because you go oh that was convenient like that yeah. that brings you out for this i was just like why did the writer choose that of all, yeah, of all stories yeah, yeah. like that's what took me out <laughs> it was a weird moment wasn't it and i tell you what in talking about the morality of mosley yeah. right that one point when i said earlier i thought it was actually interesting when the crowd was angry at him for destroying the stream and that was like you could go somewhere with that right and then 
he powers up and he basically he definitely almost kills yeah, he does, all those he? people. He threatens them all, doesn't he? Yeah, and and he literally describes those friggin' junkies. I was like, Oh, you sound like a right winger going on a bloody on a rampage. Yeah, maybe a little bit. And then the the magic man, for lack of a better because <laughs> we don't have any other name for him. The magic man. We don't have any other name for him. The magic man came to town. Yeah. <laughs> he turned up and he was like, Oi, don't do that. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, you always ruin my fun when I'm about to don't go people. on a murderous rampage yeah. for the people you're meant to be saving and again this is a guy and there's there's no redemption from that at all no, there's yeah. no like you know what i'm quick to anger and i should work <laughs> on that he, that never gets addressed again either <laughs> he just He's, keeps going on murderous rampages he just pissed off at the magic man you know what happens the magic man goes no that's against the rules and i infer that mosley goes ah, can't do that anymore because he might take my powers away yeah, again. Yeah, Like, not a... That's morally... It's not good to kill random people in the streets. I mean, that's all headcanon, though, isn't it? Again, and I shouldn't... You shouldn't have to attach headcanon no, to stuff like that. but you that. feel that you need to in this instance. Well, I, like, I'm inferring that from the fact that he tries to kill people at one point he's pissed <laughs> off, and then he doesn't again. Although, to be fair, he's never around people again in his, charge, <laughs> in his charged up state. So it's not that he doesn't want to, it's just that he doesn't have the opportunity. He doesn't really get another opportunity again, does he? No, no, you are right. He does go a bit murder hobo. Just goes around people when he's like not charged up he's like all right i'm calm now but that's like that's like i try to think of the equivalent um it's like the hulk it's like if i kill people when i'm hulked up that's on you for being near me when yeah. i'm hulked up when i'm bruce banner it's fine but you know that's it yeah that's just the point that made me go what's what is this character are we meant to like him or not yeah i don't know that we're meant to like mostly well this is the question isn't it because at points he's we're rooting for him against these tech gods and stuff so surely you should it, it, he's not explicitly enough an anti-hero or anything for it to be complex, is it? So, we let, let's read this as metaphors. Let's, for a moment, stop reading this as a straight text and start reading reading, reading this text for metaphors. Okay. What do you think Mosley would be a metaphor for? In a... I mean, disgruntledness against modern technology, essentially. And so... And humanity's complacency with subjecting themselves through technology well that's certainly what the world in itself is yeah is, is yeah and so actually on some level i think that us not having the tech that we have anymore would be an overwhelmingly positive thing for human beings and their emotional states and our general health do i think anybody would like it in the moment no i think we'd all hate it hmm. and so if, if you read the text as metaphor mostly makes perfect sense Yes, but again, in a way like, that look at look at how much look. Imagine if imagine if a government, for instance, tried to say, "I actually think that AI is really dangerous, and we shouldn't have it in our country." Imagine the fucking backlash from the corporations and from the consumers. Yes, yeah, of course, one hundred percent. But that and and that it should be the role of the governments to not roll over to the corporations. In a perfect world, that would be the case, and it's not. But the problem I'm getting here is. If the metaphor is people are subjugating themselves through through technology, then it's the equivalent here is if a guy like destroyed the power grid and was yes. like, I've saved everyone from technology. It's like you've just at best mildly inconvenienced a bunch of people and at worst like 
taken down the grid that was like Made keeping people alive. Made all the food in my freezer go off. Exactly. You dickhead, I'm going to nope. have to buy more nuggies. No one's going, <laughs> no one's going, thank you, sir. I was addicted to TikTok and now I'm cured. Like, that's that's the problem is if you are going by metaphors of real life and if you are trying to say something, what are you saying? Because yeah. what I'm reading from, what the metaphor I'm gaining from this text is, you don't like how things are, so you're just going to destroy all regardless of how, how everyone else feels. The use and, of a higher power. And I agree that technology is an issue. I agree that like it's a problem and people should like not be so reliant on it and everything. But I don't think the key, like if, you, if you're making that an issue, if, right, if you're making that the enemy of this comic, then you need to do it in a way where bashing it with a hammer fixes it. Because that's the that's the point of the of the story, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose, but they've yeah. not made it that. They've made it an insidious, more realistic thing yeah. where people are choosing it and it's the society now. So if you've made it that, you've made it too close to reality where the, the cure or the you know the the solution doesn't match up with how deep this they've is gone on it. A reimagining of nineteen eighty four or the Matrix. With the assumption that the resolution is one bloke with a hammer. Yes. And I... <laughs> no, I, yeah. I see where you're coming. I exactly see and your point. When you mentioned Matrix, that was interesting for me because that made me think of, you know, Neo was essentially like his... Him being the one was the magic hammer of the Matrix. But then in the, the end of the first film, no, nothing's really resolved other than he discovers he is the one. He gains nothing, the powers. Nothing is resolved. And again, his power is really cleverly introduced because he has a power within the matrix because he understands what the matrix is that is his power his power is that he knows that it's a simulation well and he's he's connected to it and he's able else, to manipulate yeah it. the others know then and they can do it to an extent because he's the one he has these additional and he sees all the green numbers and everything whereas he Somebody just goes, do you want a magic hammer? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Save my people, yeah? Wink, wink. <laughs> don't, don't kill too many of them. Yeah. Save do them. that. <laughs> Save them. Don't kill them. Uh, smash up a few screens. Um, I'll tell you what, a big plot point that I feel they didn't even get across as a big plot point until they needed it was the water. Do you know what I mean by the water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water that what, had all the stories the hidden in it. I literally made the note several times. What the fuck is up with the water? Yes. What? No, I agree. Because <laughs> that makes a big difference at the end. Yeah. At one point when he's sailing through it, and he, the, the second god is a hydra for some reason. Yeah. In the water. But they stole the humans' memories and yeah, put them in this fiber yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, this part you're going too far. Like, you, you don't need to do any of this. You are making it more complex for yourself. But they wanted that bit at the end where the water is like life returning to humanity after the yeah. destruction of the gods. And the water returns the memories to the people. But I'm like, did were these people's memories wiped or not? Were they? Because that's really bad. And you've not gotten across that that happened. Because actually, happened. if you'd made that quite clear at the start that that had happened... Yeah. Ryan would have understood your need to do this. But did they, did they wipe the memories or not? I don't know. And if they did, they store them in the ocean where literally anyone could go and get them. <laughs> yeah, I see it. And then when they come back, that one kid like has the tear in his eye where he suddenly remembers that he's a person with a family or something. Yeah. It's like, did, did you honestly forget that before now? And then, and then right at the end, when the kid who tried to rob him comes back, He's like, I'll do it for credit store, yo. Yeah. And you're like, 
has he not had the same revelation that everyone else has had? <laughs> did, did, you, he still, did you see what happened? He still seems pretty lost in the source. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, he grew up in it, so it might be like harder to shake. If you were, yeah, if you were born in it. And I tell you what, at the end, I did really like this the 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 circle back to mostly standing there with the mop and the piss. Yes, it was. It was like it's rewarding it for the bare minimum of like. <laughs> You came back to the point where we started. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well done. <laughs> Maybe things aren't so different, actually, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, at the end, they're, they're like, uh, who was that magic man anyway? And he's like, I don't know, but I I think we got just what we need from him and we're never going to see him again. Why? Why Why do you? You don't know anything about this. Maybe the magic man is going to come and give somebody else a hammer to destroy whatever society you built. Exactly, because there's no consistency whatsoever. <laughs> we don't know if this magic magic hammer man is just a malevolent force he that was wants like, to see the world burn. He was like, free my people. We don't know who he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> was there not a minute when you were like is this gonna go really racist i mean that was probably the least i was so con- wrapped up in everything else that's probably the least of my w- worries at that point yeah if it had gone if any other text had gone suddenly racist i'd be like well this text is bad but if this one had gone i'd be like another inconsistency like, <laughs> what, what do you stand for mostly <laughs> the comic not the character i know what the character stands for he just hates technology yeah he just wants he to is, do some smashing he literally is the person who's like kids are on their phones too much and you're like all right what do you suggest oh, i get i don't think they should what why but that's all, what all of society revolves yeah. around it so how are you going to fix it well i just don't think they should yeah. well great you've you've identified a problem with no solution whatsoever yeah absolutely he's the kind of guy who's like kids on their phones too much but if you go well your generation was on reading newspapers all the time because that's all you had back then and he goes well it's not it's different though isn't it it's like how is it like that's i i don't like the character mosley i don't like what he stands for he's inconsistent you don't like technophobia in general though do you I understand it in the in the real world. Like yeah. when we we've had some in depth discussions, someone this podcast, have, yeah. some outside this spot. So you know me in that I'm not I'm not as scared, but I I see the problem. Yeah, like I I anticipate the issues. But if so, but if you were like, what if we took some hammers to the, the big <laughs> AI mainframe? I'd be like, I don't think you understand the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand how this works, Jamie. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's pretty much. I, I, I've got so much more I could get into it, but it would be redundant at this point. Like it'd be me nitpicking, and yeah. that that wouldn't get us anywhere. You've already assassinated this thing on boardlines. <laughs> I don't think we need to get any further into the specifics of it. And once again, to anyone who might still be listening, I just want to reiterate: the art was good. <laughs> who did the art? Who did the art? I, the, I, I will at least mention the artist because that was the good point. Um. The artist was Sam Lotfi and colorist Jean-Francois Bellew. Well done, you. We might... You made a turd look pretty. <laughs> it was it. The panels were great. I would. <laughs> the I would... panel layout was excellent, panels, wasn't it? <laughs> and the individual sh- shots and everything were great. Um, the faces all looked like faces. The art was so good that for, for a few bits, I went, "This is cool." because there was good art and it looked like an epic battle was about to happen yeah yeah yeah. i mean at any time when he hulked out yeah looked fucking fantastic when he super saiyan yeah when he yeah when the when the hammer took over and it was ryan when it was hammer Hammer time time. (laughs) knocked another point off because he never says hammer time (laughs) if it said it's hammer time at least once if batman can say cowabunga mosley could have said it's hammer time yeah fucking a oh imagine how good that would have been and you know what the only reason why i didn't because again it takes itself this 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 comic takes itself itself too too seriously seriously, yeah no i think you're right and i think 
in retrospect, I was very willing to ignore a lot of stuff because I was just like, this looks pretty. I tell you what, there was I in looking up, I wanted to like look up a bit more about all this. And it turns out Boom Studios, they release comic trailers on YouTube for yeah. their for the ones. So I went on the motor one. I didn't get around to actually watching it mm. because I got sideguarded by one of the comments. There's not many comments, but one of them that most of them like, oh, this looks cool. Like, I can't wait to read this. Like, ooh, sci-fi. This looks dope. Like, all oh, once. And then just one comment. The icon is uh, don't tread on me. So you know, <laughs> you know it's gonna be good. And they go. Looks promising. Haven't bought a boom comic in over a year. It's hard to find entertainment that isn't beating you over the head with left-wing propaganda and written well with likable, relatable characters. I hope comics become more diverse like manga. What the fuck? If any comments <laughs> perfectly encapsulate, encapsulates the all-over tone of Mosley, it's that comment. Yeah. You are all over the place. I, I have no idea what you stand for. I don't know what any of what you just said means. I recognize the words, but when you put them together in that order, you've lost me. So for those... Ow, cat. The cat just attacked me in the face. That was like that was like a full-on, like, you there, slap. She, she attacked me facially. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Well, uh, that's that's the feeling you get from reading most. That you don't know what's happening anymore. No, you're right. In retrospect, I I enjoyed it when I read it, but again, I think maybe may, maybe I'm just having a very prolonged stroke. I because I've liked two not great comic books in a row just because I liked them. I liked Blue Beetle a hell of a lot more than this. <laughs> God, Blue that's Beetle going made, some. made a bit more sense to me at the very least. Yeah. I understood the motivations. Yeah. I have criticism of the character, but in a way where, like, if I met Jamie Reyes, the Blue Beetle, I would be like, why are you doing that? Like, I, I could imagine him as a real person I would What would you about. say if you met Mosley? I'd be like, I'd be like, the future's now, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, put the hammer down. <laughs> and then he would, he would almost... He would hammer you. He would almost kill me, but then the magic man would be like, don't do that. <laughs> this is it. We know that he can't kill you because the magic man will stop him. Because, yeah. And then if you ask why... You're going well two layers too deep again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. It's it's yeah, there there are issues with it, aren't there? My issues with issues. So that's that's mostly that's that's what we <laughs> that's what we got from it. And take take us home. Um if you want to send us an email telling us why Mosley is actually wonderful, you can do so at comicliterate at gmail.com. Genuinely would be fascinating to hear people talk about why they like if you do i'm making a commitment now on ryan's behalf that he will respond with a rebuttal yes um and then if you want to leave us a review just wherever you listen to podcasts leave us a review if you're a fan of mostly i have one question why not why you're a fan just why the series why the the last one why the that was great (laughs) (laughs) if you're a fan of mostly read why the last man because it's actually good i think you like the motivations of the characters thank you so much for listening um sorry i've been the grumpy one (laughs) (laughs) welcome next week i'll be the grumpy one goodbye goodbye